WSDI. Welcome back to the latest edition of The Blend. Steve Benz broadcasting live from downtown Chicago. All right, so we have a guest right here coming back for a second time already. It has only been a couple of weeks since he was just on. It is Teddy Sears. Hold on before we bring on Teddy for all the screaming that's going on. 24 Legacy, he was on that. He played Zoom on uh, The Flash. Teddy, uh, the screaming is hurting my ears. Welcome to the show. The sky, I, I love that you hear it because it's the, the silence is deafening on my end. <laughs> That's because I won't let them open the door and scream. I just won't. I won't. Okay. okay. I will take your word for it. How's it going? Thanks for having me back. Hey, anytime. You are a, a big fan favorite already. So, before, you know, we wanted to make sure that we give you some time for this. Exciting. It is rolled out. It is huge. You are huge, my friend. I I am uh, one spoke in the wheel, my friend. I mean, thank you very much. I mean, my head is, after 30 seconds of being on the air with you, is massive. But it, it, it has been great. You know, half the episodes have aired. We're on episode seven tonight. Um, something very, very major happened last week. I don't want to spoil it for everyone who, who, who's going to get to it. But it really altered the trajectory of the show. So yeah. now we have the back half to sort of, you know, I don't know, head in the direction we're dread, uh, uh, heading and do, you know, the thing that we do over at CTU, which is try to catch the bad guys. You know, it's like a train. You get on one stop and it keeps getting better every week. Yeah, and just when you think that, that they, they sort of can't, you know, uh, make it any sort of bigger, like at the cliffhanger any bigger, the writers find a way to top it uh, week in and week out. I mean, I remember getting the scripts and, and, and being like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, how how are they going to top this? And they do. And that's 24 in a so, nutshell. So tell us about your character specifically. Um, I play the director of CTU. Uh, those fans of the show, uh, old and new, will recognize CTU as the sort of the, the nerve center for, you know, kind of uh, quarterbacking the, the effort to, to thwart you know, all manner of of, uh, of activity, bad guy related. And so we are, you know, we're in the nerve center, all the monitors, all the big screens, all the jumbotrons, and we're just sort of trying to, you know, keep tabs on our hero, uh, played by Corey Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also, you know, we're, we're like constantly spitting jargon, you know, reposition satellite, and I need the schematics on the, you know, the, ro- the roto specs on the upgrade. I mean, whatever. I mean, we just, we're, but we basically just keep the wheels in motion. And, um, and that's been really, really fun. You know, we, they, they, they sort of, they always cut back to CTU, uh, and the audience can sort of see where, you know, the, the nerve center is that in, in terms of, you know, I don't know, keeping their, keeping their finger on the pulse of what's happening out in the world. And, um, you know, tonight's episode is no exception, especially because of what happened last week. Yeah, you guys got to watch what's going on. I'm not going to tell anybody because I'm a big fan. So are you in a position now with the writers where you see a line and you go, come on, my guy would not say that. He would say this. You know what? Yes, but it's not just because uh, you know I've sort of hung around and kept getting work. It's um, the writers have have let us all know as you know as, uh, every character. I mean, there's a, a, a brand new you know actress. This is her first series. She, uh, uh, her name's Coral Pena, and she plays Mariana. You know, she's 22, 23. She can go to the writers and say, "Hey guys, I'm not sure about this or that," and they they just they want us 
to have ownership over our characters and and tell the best story possible. And so, like, if there's a specific combination of words that are particularly hard to say, which there are a lot, I, I will um, I'll just you know tweak it. I'll I'll ask the permission, or I'll just because we were shooting in Atlanta and there was a three-hour time difference. They were back in California. I would just do it, and if there was a problem, we could always <laughs> fix it in post. Right. right in post. Yeah, that's what we do here a lot. Just fix it in post. Right. We don't know where Steve was going. Just fix it in post. exactly right otherwise i would think you would sit there you would say look i'm teddy sears masters of sex okay i do it my way (laughs) that was a very fun that was a very very fun show to be a part of but i don't no i don't throw any of that stuff around and you don't no one does the guy who could throw it around would be like jimmy smith's right who's won i don't know how many different and golden globes and has been on tv for three plus decades you, you know i like he's a heavy uh but you you would never know it he's 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 a teddy bear so no man there, there's there's no ego uh no when we're all great we've all we've all really become it, it's funny everyone's great friends on the pilot because you're just so happy to have a job right and you right. know uh, invariably there's an a-hole or someone like you know i don't know just shows their true colors along the way and with this group um, it's been selfless and, uh, and, uh, you know, team work all the way. And I don't know, I, I, I sound like a Pollyanna, but it's, it's true. We all really like each other and we've all become great friends and there are no, there's no egos. We're, we're having a great time. Hopefully we can get to do it again for season two. It's a good thing. We can't see your face. You lying sack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm snickering. <laughs> I can't believe he's falling for it. <laughs> right. I'm glad we're not on Skype. Seriously. <laughs> exactly. Because let me tell you, the one the one time I met Jimmy Smith, it was at a Starbucks, and he said, "Move to me." Okay. Because I was hogging the I was hogging the sugar. That's my moment with Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Jimmy's uh, move. Well, you know. Uh, and then he said, "Excuse me," as he, you know, elbowed me a little bit. He's a tall guy. You're a tall guy. We're tall people. You know, people have to move out of our way. Well, and, and Jimmy, Jimmy's sort of, uh, I'm, not, I'm about 6'4", and I'm not used to looking up when I talk right. to someone, or even at eye level. Right. Jimmy is the one guy in recent memory who <clears throat> I, I have done scene work with where I'm legitimately terrified, because not only is he tall, but he is, <laughs> he's thick. He's a big dude, uh, and he's not a fat guy. He's just like, he is a, he's just, he's just solid, man. He's like a tree trunk. Um, and, you know, that kind of energy coming at you was, I don't know, you know, <laughs> but he couldn't be a sort of a sweeter guy. But when he elbowed you, did he accidentally elbow you in the face, uh, thinking he was sort of getting you in the ribs, but he got you up high? Did he, like, give you a little chin music? Well, a little bit, because we're both tall, and he's, you know, you're tall. I'm 6'3", so right there. And in Hollywood, that didn't work when I was there. And he was re- really the tallest actor I had met in my life, at, except for, like, Hasselhoff. And right there, that's that's Hasselhoff. So you just get out of his way. Another legend, yeah. Right, because right there, you think uh, you think soap opera actor. So, of course, when I when I met Jimmy at that one moment, you know, I threw my hair back, you know, kind of like very, very Baywatches, you know, at the time. Yeah, so. sure, sure. You know, you I moved in slow motion too. In, in in a particular era. Well, are we talking 1992? Yeah, it was the early 90s, my friend. <laughs> I swept my hair back, my flippy do, <laughs> my shoulder. That just tells you how old we all are to remember that. Okay. I do. I was. I mean, uh, who didn't want? Who who was not watching Baywatch? Once? <laughs> oh my god! And I was an extra in a couple of scenes because they're like, "Oh, you're too tall." To be in the scene, okay? You're like four feet taller than all these guys. So back up. We're not going to give you a line. No, 
further back like Iowa, Steve. Please, please. Three more steps back. Three more steps back. Thank you. It's about it. Can you not spit out the line without telling a joke? Come on. Come on. Right, right. But I would imagine, listen, if you're tall, good-looking guy, like, you know, Hasselhoff doesn't want to be shown up. No. Like, who's this guy? No. Like, you know, he can't be the... Hasselhoff, I would imagine, you know, I've never met David Hasselhoff, but like, you know, that you do hear that sort of thing. Um, Hey, I I don't want that guy getting the, Yeah. well, that guy's good looking, better looking than me. Get him out of here. It's true, because I'm friends with David Chokichi, and I'm a lot taller than he is. Years years later, we still joke about it, me being a head taller than him, so. Really? He was, um, what was his, was he like a swimmer? Was he a, uh, what was his background? He He was kind of a. Yeah, he was cut. That dude was cut. Not like uh, The Rock cut, you know, with Baywatch. Because they could put you in the new Baywatch. I'm telling you, my man. Dude, I, I you know what? I actually auditioned for it to play a huge D-bag. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I auditioned for it. Uh, I love it. Uh, and I just wasn't the guy, which is great. Because I guess I'm not, you know, a, that big a D-bag in, in real life. They gave it to a guy. I think it was, his name's David... Oh no, Rob, Rob Hubel, uh, who is a, he's he he's hilarious. He was on a show called Human Giant with Aziz Ansari once upon a time on MTV Two. He was in I Love You Man. He was like the D bag realtor who was opposite Paul Rudd. He like fake orange tan was always so he he is a he's hilarious. He's perfect casting. I wasn't the guy, but uh, I tried. You know, I tried. See, I'm hoping that happens to you at CTU. Now, don't tell me if it happens, but I'm hoping for that that other side of your character. Because that would be fun. Mom, obviously. Uh, we, it's funny. We started out the season on that note. You weren't sure right? what you thought of me. Um, I was thinking D-bag, and I was going, yes, that's what I want. Well, and that was actually, honestly, that was one of the things that attracted me to doing it was, was I wasn't sure if this guy was good or bad right out of the gate. You know, I only had a pilot script when we shot the pilot a year ago. Um, and that's exciting to, to not know, you know, am I good or am I bad? I mean, if I'm, if I'm good, that's great. If I'm bad, well, that, that's even better because there's sort of more to do. Um, and, you know, we, we, we'll see where it goes. This is the thing, though, and, and the writers have told us all about this, like, because <laughs> sometimes people want to know, actors want to know their arc, you know, yeah. like, well, what sure. am I doing this? Am I good or bad? And the writers will always say, you know, um, just play what's on the page. Yeah. And, and they're right because if sometimes if, if we know what's coming, it might sort of change how we – do a thing or two, and the audience ideally doesn't see it coming, which means we have to play the truth of what they wrote in each scene. So um, I, I have a pretty firm idea of where it's going, uh, you know, uh, but the, the other shoe can always drop, and, and, and we won't know that until we get the next script. Um, we're done filming, though, for the season, so right. I, you know, I, I'm, I think I'm safe for this, for this go-around. See, it's like being on radio. Okay, I have no idea. There is no arc to what I do. I just go. Oh, oh well... You know what's funny is in TV, uh, there. I mean, there is, but there isn't. Like, I think they wanted to go 100 episodes. So, sure. you know, there are mini arcs along the way. And listen, when you're the director of CTU, you're just not going to be alive for that long. <laughs> like being a, no, it's it's like being a keyboarder for the Grateful Dead. It just doesn't end well. It really, it doesn't. Like at some point, it's just you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get shot or something's gonna happen. Look, how many times has Tony died? Hopefully, okay. I around for a while, huh? How many times has Tony died and brought that back to life? Okay. Oh no, he. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. He's, okay. Yeah, he's the he's the. You know, because the ladies go, we want him alive, so we'll probably see you like eight different ways with beards, diff- long hair, the whole works at you know 
oh, for the next five years. Well, I mean, he, he was just such a beloved part yeah. of the first run, and it's awesome that we have him. I actually, I, I want to say we see him very soon. I mean, if not yeah. tonight, we see him next week. He is, and it's been announced, he's a big part of the show. Yep. I yep. think he might show up tonight. Yeah, I think it's so, tonight. I, you know, from the ads that I saw, not that I watch a lot of television, except, you know, this 24 legacy it's like one of my favorite i couldn't wait for it come to come back i was like now i need it now i need my fix <laughs> i know i know it's it's i i i know what's coming and i still i mean last week's episode my heart was racing i even turned to my wife and i was like you know man i knew what was coming and i still yep. i like i still like i'm breathless so that's they're, they're they're doing a good job by the way my wife chicago native and so there's a soft spot in our house nice. for the Cubbies, for the Hawks, for the whole program over there. That's cool. So most Cub fans are fake. I'm just saying, but Hawk fans are real. They're absolutely real. So which one is she? Is she kind of a Cub fan and a, and an all-out Hawk fan? She uh, she's diehard Cub fan. Yep. She used to go to games growing cool. up. Um, it cool. was just something they would they would do. Her family would do, and also. Bulls, which is kind of awesome. Um, Hawks, you know, she loves them because they're a Chicago team, but she's been married to me long enough, and I'm from Washington, D.C., so I'm a Caps fan. See, that's all right, though. That's okay. I lived in L.A. for many years, so I kind of picked up. I didn't really like the Lakers, but I liked the Kings, which is sacrilege here in Hawk country. Uh, Well, that's true. That's true. It's in both Western Conference teams. But, you know, Pacific Division, Central Division, you can be forgiven for liking someone it's not like you don't like the Hawks anymore. No, no, no. Now, if I walked around like the Minnesota Wild jersey, I would be killed. <laughs> yeah, no. No, 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 worse. St. Louis Blues. <laughs> oh, no, I would never do that. No, 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 no. I'd be run off the road. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or even a Detroit fan. Oh, that cannot happen either. No, no, no. No, that's, no. So let's go back to the beginning when you got the script for 24-1. I'm sure you were excited. What was that that audition process like? Um, um, so my wife's an actor too. She read it first, uh, cause she, there was something in there she was looking at and she's right. like, you, you got to read the script for 24. And I was kind of thinking like 24, oh man, they're doing 24 again. I don't know. She's like, trust cause we're Homeland fans. And she said, trust right. me. Yeah. Reminds me of Homeland. You got to read this. So I read it and I got really excited about it. Um, it was an audition, you know, uh, it was not an offer. So I, and I was shooting the flash at the time, which meant I yeah. was in Vancouver. So I was going back and forth between Vancouver and Los Angeles. And the, the audition day, this is a year ago. The audition day was like, let's say it's a Tuesday. Uh, I had to be back in Vancouver Monday for work Tuesday. So the casting people allowed me to self tape. And basically that means put it on my, you know, record it on my iPhone. And, and email it in, which is happening more and more. Yeah. Uh, if you can't make it, a lot of casting directors will say, yeah, just, you know, listen, do it at home, send it in, because uh, we, we want to see your tape. So that's what we did. Um, I remember we went to dinner Saturday night, and I, we had a couple drinks, and I was like, you know what, I, I think I think we should go home, and, and, and I think I want to do that audition tonight. So I was a little bit, you know, lubricated. I was definitely not drunk, because I, I just, I, I haven't, can't remember the last time I was drunk, but I was feeling good. I was like, let's do this. We, so we went back to our apartment, we have a small little setup uh, in a home office, like, you know, we clicked on the lights and have a tripod and like a, an actual proper microphone, like a lavalier. So we just did it. We did it at night um, after dinner and drink and a drink. And, uh, and uh, you know, we did, it was two scenes. I did it a few times each. I picked the couple takes I like best. I emailed it in. And then, um, you know, I got a very nice phone call a few days later saying, you know, I, I, they're, 
they're interested, and I think they're going to go to the next stage, which is a, a test. Right. Uh, and that just means you got to right. go in and meet the director, meet the yep. writers, and um, record it for real. Like, go to Fox, record it for real, and then they will show all of the decision makers who are all the execs, studio execs, and then everyone weighs in and the decision is made. But The Flash prevented me from doing that, too. So they just used the tape that I, the quote-unquote tape, the iPhone recording with, that I did at home, and uh, and it was good enough to give me the gig, and it was awesome. Yeah, and and I, and I honestly think there's something about being, you know, unavailable. Like I would have been there if I could have, um, but I was working on Flash, and I think there's something that they kind of like. Like, listen, this dude's busy. He's on a show. He's soon going to be off the show, and there's kind of something I, I I like to think that's a bit enticing about that. Uh, I could just be telling myself stories, but whatever it was, the fact that I wasn't around. Um, the tape that I did, all these things, it was good enough to get me the gig, and uh, it's awesome. I love this job, and I hope it goes and goes and goes. See, that's a great story, because now that tells me that somehow, some way, you guys need a radio talk show host, like you guys are going to jump into a radio station. I'm just saying, here's an idea, Art. Right <laughs> yeah, well, that actually would be, God, what was that, what was that Brendan Fraser movie that they, they hijacked a radio station, and... Uh, Oh. But it was so wonderfully terrible. Um, and they were, you know, they had like a helicopter flying a bunch of beer. I mean, it was so terrible. I mean, Steve Buscemi was maybe in the movie. Yeah, I think so. I don't it, uh, I don't recall the name of it, but I know exactly which one you're talking about. I see it in my eyes. I, I see it in my head. It's it, So I'm not saying it's been done. I'm just saying it's time to do it again. Yeah, but it, it's of, CTU, though, okay? Uh, yeah. Oh, what if... What if your station became yeah. sort of like the mobile CTU? I'm telling you because, you know, remember in the original 24, L.A. got hit with, a, you know, a nuke. I think we forget that. So it doesn't exist. This does. <laughs> we might just find ourselves, you know, needing to commandeer a friendly neighborhood radio station to right. you know, right. quarterback our threat. Right. Like how I just brought the whole thing full circle. And we started with CTU and now we're back. That's right. And then we interview you at the end. You know, we just throw we throw off everybody right there. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you know, we go, you can't leave until we get to a commercial break, Mr. CTU. Exactly. Which is what we need to call just Mr. CTU. Nothing more. It should be. Now, be- before you go, because I know you're on a tight schedule, was your wife because let's face it, all actors, everybody in media, we're all very, very competitive. Was your was your wife a little disappointed that she didn't get the part and says, I hate you, I hate you, dear. I'm holding back everything for a weekend. <laughs> only only the first half of that. She was of course she was disappointed because she wants to work. Yeah. But she went on and got other other things. But she loved the twenty four and they had since you know, brought her in free to read for other Awesome. She is Awesome. Um actors are competitive but but actors who are couples yeah. I find um there's just something that's so wonderful about being each other's greater, greatest supporter. Awesome. Um, we all want, you know, success in our field, and, and we all want to work. But it doesn't. It's like it's never 24/7. So you know, 24 shot for five months, and now I have a bit of time off until hopefully we get to, to do it again. And in that time, you know, hopefully she gets a job, and then I can be Mr. Mom and take care of our cats and the house and she can go off and do her thing so it's a, you know she couldn't be happier or more supportive and uh but yeah of course man it was, of course she wanted to run around with a gun and do all that stuff but everybody wants to run around with a gun in los angeles i'm telling you yeah well that's 
you know, in, in Georgia, like, you, you know, you can have it, you can walk around with a firearm. So when we were shooting in the subway there, we were cautioned, like, okay, even though we're shooting on the subway, I mean, it was, it was active. Like, there were little, there were trains that were still dropping people off. We were warned, you know, okay, we're, we're, we got fake guns here, but let's, let's put them away. You know, we just don't want to have them out in case, yeah. you know, someone gets an idea. So it was sort of very, we have to sort of be on our, on our, uh, on our guard there, but. Right, because then if that actually happened, you'd have to come up. You'd be feed me a line, 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 in case that actually. Uh, Rebecca Jadala bin Khalid is 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 on the loose in the subway. That was. Right. I need more time. I need to, you know, I need to massage the words. Oh boy, I just I'm terrible. <laughs> that's a great one. Massage the words. Can we just drop all the verbs? You know, that's how I do it. Yeah, so. drop all the. <laughs> just, can, can we just drop all the verbs? Right. And all the consonants. And take no breaths and action. <laughs> right. Because if you listen to some of us, we edit out all our breaths and you wonder, how did we read that in 42 seconds? How is that possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny, you, you sort of hit something that I was thinking about in doing this character, just thinking like, okay, the threat's really high and there, there, there's no time to put your hands in your pockets. No. So no. Uh, every little thing you say has to be done with the greatest of efficiency. So a lot of times I, I would get the script, you mentioned this earlier, and I would cut little words that were unnecessary because yep. I needed to get the message out ASAP because, you know, the clock is ticking and every second counts. So it, there, there's a lot of fast talking. There's a lot of, uh, there, 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 there's no, there's no air, like there's sort of no room for air. Um, in at least at CTU, I thought. Uh, but you know, it's look, look at the sort of the synergy we have between my world and your world. I mean, your world's real. CTU is very fake. But, no, it's the other way around. My world is really fake. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, you know, we're, we're both. Although I do believe right here, um, Teddy Sears, he's on with me. One of the stars of 24 Legacy. You guys got to see it. Got to see it now. Follow him on Twitter. I got to say, I- I'm not on Twitter. So if there's some dude on Twitter with, yeah. a, with an underscore at the end, that's some someone perpetrating. I'm on Instagram. Okay. Sears, but Twitter, I don't know who that dude is. All right. So, cause it, it's got all your stuff. So my apologies. Let's get him on Instagram. All right. Teddy Sears, Instagram. So I'll make sure I follow you. Sorry about that, man. Cool. No, I didn't know that. That's good. Good to know. I'll have to do something. You need to write to Twitter and say, get them off. So my apologies. for yeah. that. Anyway. So I was kind of thinking, uh, this morning I thought Teddy Sears, CTU, you know who he really sounds like? James T. Kirk. Jim Kirk. Yeah. I think Captain Slug. So. Start date. Right there. I'm telling you, you could do it as James T. Kirk, and that would be really funny on SL. I am just saying. Or a funnier die sketch. Yeah. Either one. I like it. Uh, I would do it. Hey, yeah, I would do it on SNL. I'm a regular SNL watcher. There you go. So what's your uh what's your handle on Instagram? We gotta make sure we get it we get that out there and get people following you. Oh, thank you. That's nice. You at Teddy Sears. No underscores. There we go. It's that simple. Yeah. Teddy, always a pleasure, my friend. There's a song I have to play. Since we play 80s and 90s here, there's a song yeah. just for you that we need to play. Tonight, 24 Legacy. Do not miss this guy. He's one of the stars. Just zoom in, ladies. Zoom in, go slow, slow motion, the whole works. <laughs> Teddy, always a pleasure, my friend. You are welcome anytime on this show. Thank you very much, man. I, I appreciate it. Maybe when this whole season's done... In six weeks or so, we can have like a, well, we don't want to blow it, but maybe we can have like a recap or something. Yeah, we'll do a video thing. Okay? We'll do that. Yeah, cool. That would be absolutely cool. Here is a song I'm picking just for you, some Billy Idol, Flesh for Fantasy. Thanks, Teddy. Oh, boy.